Welcome to the Magnificent Obsession Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Coming your way on each episode, you'll be encouraged in your faith as you listen to testimonials, teaching, and interviews. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, and why don't you like Magnificent Obsession Podcast Facebook page. And now your host, Danny Miller. So there's lots coming your way. There's a couple of things I'd just like to share with you on this episode. It is primarily a devotional to inspire, encourage, and bless you in your walk with the Lord. So thank you for checking this out. Now, I do have a question. How did you celebrate New Year's Eve? How did you celebrate New Year's Eve? Well, what were, where were you? Who, what were you doing? It's interesting, isn't it? Entering into the unknown of another year. Now, depending on when this podcast is being played, but for many, if, it, if you are listening in 2020, you'll look back on New Year's Eve 2019, going into the unknown of another year, walking into 2020. Who had known, unless you're in Wuhan, China, who would have known about COVID-19? But the thing is, it's interesting, however we may have seen in the new year, millions, I believe, would have loved to have swapped places with you and had the chance or the opportunity to enter into 2020. Whatever your world looks like, whatever success, victories, mountaintops, along with challenges, obstacles, shall we say, you're alive, you're breathing. And there's many around the world who didn't make it to New Year's Eve 2019. It's important that we make every day count but going into the new year you see as we do live by time 24 hours there's a new day every seven days we have a new week every 52 weeks we have a new year you know every 12 months we have a new year there's this orbital that we're in of life the circle of life and, and we're on it for such a time as this i remember not so long ago as well i remember uh, new year's eve i was in northern sweden with friends and family and I think it was about coming up to well, past 11 p.m. on New Year's Eve my family and friends we were cross-country skiing and it was beautiful along the hills and the mountains of northern Sweden. Now I probably got distracted because I do remember many of the and the family members they moved on ahead I kind of lingered behind and soon found myself completely alone in the middle of this the hills and the the snow-covered uh, mountains and forests and it was just an incredible and silence here I was New Year's Eve I looked up actually above my head in the sky and there swaying and dancing were just a variety of colors it was incredible as I looked up to see the northern lights dancing above my head New Year's Eve in the stillness and yet the colors were incredible I was thinking about, I wonder what it's like in London right now or New York or Sydney as thousands probably gathered together, uh, crammed together uh, to see in the new year. And, and rightly so, um, you know, what, a, what an amazing experience uh, that would be. However, I've got to tell you, I wouldn't have swapped that for any of them. To be completely on my own, New Year's Eve, Northern Sweden, cross-country skiing, looking up and seeing the northern lights, dancing and celebrating 
the new year. As I looked up, I got to tell you, though, I, I was reminded of uh, Psalm 19, verse 1, where the Bible says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmaments proclaim his handiwork. It is quite an amazing experience. I remember one time being in, in uh, N- Namibia, looking up at the stars at night and seeing the Southern Cross. I was uh, with friends and we were about to cross the uh, Orange River, which is uh, not very orange, by the way, but it's a, a large river that separates to a degree Namibia and South Africa. In fact, I do remember uh, we were. it was very warm. So even though we had the campfire and the tent, we... They were, we were all in sleeping bags, and there's probably, I think, four or five of us by the bank of the Orange River. Now, someone told me, or I overheard, or whether it's correct or not, that there were crocodiles in the river. Uh, because I'm not sure if anyone else heard that uh, comment, or maybe it was just for me, I made sure that even though we were all in sleeping bags, I was the one in the middle. Because <laughs> I figured, well, you know what? The crocs will probably start at one end or the other. Um, it's unlikely they'll start in the middle. So I thought that may give me a chance to get away. But anyway, we were all fine in the night and survived to the morning and woke up to just glorious sunrise and just camping on the banks of the Orange River in Namibia. Beautiful. Eventually made our way up to Vintuk after leaving Cape Town. So that was just an amazing experience. But at night time, it was like being in a goldfish bowl. And, and I say that because as I looked, just not upwards but actually if i looked across because of the lack of uh, pollution of light pollution i could see the stars just innumerable measure of stars it was an incredible sight to see on the banks of the orange river again nighttime but that you know that can seem uh, far far away if you're listening to this podcast in the busyness of your day so much going on maybe on the train on the way to work and you've got this in your headphones and you're listening but you're you've got a lot coming up and there's people all around you it can seem solitude is a maybe is a desire but it's just not part of your day but then again you could be listening at nighttime when you place your head on the the pillow and it's actually during that time as well that things can race through your mind you know what's done in the day what's been done what's been achieved or Maybe what wasn't done, what wasn't accomplished. We may have lists of things to do and they seem to get longer, not shorter by the end of the day. Let me share with you Psalm 134. And it says this, Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth. Bless you from Zion. That is Psalm 134. There's various writers, aren't there, um, from the 150 chapters of Psalms. Psalms of David, there's the sons of Korah. But then we have 15, and this is the last of the 15, Psalm of Ascents. That is Psalm 134. These are, are travellers. And, and before entering into the temple late at night, they would traditionally call out to the priests. The priests would be at the door at the entrance of the temple. So as these travellers approached the temple, they would be greeted by the priests and then traditionally would call out to the priests, bless the Lord, you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord, lift up your hands in the sanctuary. And then the priests, they would respond, the Lord who made heaven and earth bless you from Zion. Isn't that lovely? I mean, verse one and two, they're they're a type of a 
exhortation, aren't they? And verse three is their reply to us. This psalm can minister to you in the nighttime. And we can apply this psalm literally. We are to bless God through the night. The Lord met so many people in the night, especially when they couldn't sleep. In nights when you can't sleep, instead of, you know, maybe watching TV or do something, grab your Bible, tell the Lord, okay, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to spend some time with you now because until I get sleepy, some of the greatest moments with God come when sleep eludes us. Like Levites on the graveyard shift, as I'd call it. Many of God's people are working in darkened areas, away from view and so much is going on, even in the darkness of this world. There's many working on the graveyard shift. God is doing amazing things in nations across the world, all across the Middle East, North Korea, China. So many are coming to Christ and so many are being used by God. And this is in what we would call maybe the the darkness of closed nations. We must remember them. Hebrews encourage us to remember those who are in chains. But look, we can apply this psalm personally because it's not just in that world, but in your world. Sometimes life can seem very dark. Psalm 34 says that we should praise God in the midst of the storms, in the darkness of night, as well as the light of day. Psalm 134, this psalm points to the Lord as the object of our blessing, of our praise in the middle of the night. A pilgrim's psalm, isn't it? At the end of their journey, they enter into the house of the Lord. As sojourners, pilgrims, we are to bless God. We have the power to bless or curse. I mean, there is power in our words. So what am I saying in this simple episode of The Magnificent Obsession? If you can't sleep at night, get up and bless God and read Psalm 134 a couple of times. If you find yourself working through a dark area in your life, fill it with Psalm 134. Till next time, God bless. This has been the Magnificent Obsession Podcast with your host, Danny Miller. Thank you for listening.